world. <laughs> yeah, John, why were you late? What are you doing? You can't have a busy life. Don't, don't Dude, pretend. Any excuse I give, any excuse I give can't, can't make that right, man. I'm not even going to give an excuse. How can I be late for the podcast, man? Yo, we got emojis now? That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, wasn't someone spamming those ones on? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, it feels like a, yeah. <clears throat> I wonder which, like, call platform was the first to do that, because Skype has it, Discord has it, Slack has it. I bet Zoom has it. I haven't been on a Zoom call in a long time, but. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Zoom. I have to wonder if they're the first ones, but yeah. As soon as one of them rolls out a feature like this, they all, like, copy it as fast as possible. This is the Experience Podcast with me and someone else. Hi, I'm someone else. Hey, I thought we agreed I could be someone else. <sighs> John, you're me. All right, sorry, I'm Tyler. No, 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 I'm I'm Tyler. You're me. Oh, I'm someone else. Oh, oh, I get it. Now. I get it now. That was a good one. That was a, that was a pretty good one. Oh, boy. Um, pretty bad, to be fair. Next? Yeah. Let's get to the next joke, guys. Yeah, let's go to the next joke. Yeah. John, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you first. All right, well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, <laughs> we'll kind of, we'll just end it there. Um, yeah. Let's just wrap it up. It's uh, a good one. Put yeah. a bow on it. Uh, how are you guys doing? Is it a busy time? Is this? I, I never know because sometimes some people say the summer summer gets very busy, um, but I feel like most people just sit around in this you know this time of year. There's not a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's kind of wedding season, so hmm. it's not um. Because I haven't been to that many, but there's there's been a couple. Um, and then, yes, I'm. We're about to move, so that's a, that's kind of busy. Don't know where we're living, but anyone else relate? Anyone else moving? Nah, yeah. John hasn't moved in sixteen years. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> John hasn't moved in a long time. Oh yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I'm not. I haven't moved in a while. I haven't moved since I moved. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, that makes complete sense. Where you don't. So you have no idea where you're moving. You just. Well, we're moving to Orlando. We just don't know the exact uh, apartments that we're moving to yet. Um. So you can't reveal the address yet because we would like to. We can put that in the description if you want. Yeah, yeah. Once I'll, you know, we'll probably know by the time the episode, you know, is going to be aired. So I'll make sure to send that to you so you can get it in the description. You could put it in a comment. You could pen a comment. Yeah. Just so you know, everyone knows my updated address 
And uh, yes, all the all the new uh, or all the uh, listeners in general of the podcast can just show up at your front door, right? Yeah, because I mean that's what happens now. You know, after the the last episode where we posted my address, that's definitely yeah. That's it. Anyways, you know you know how apartments have like rent changing every day, like when it's like a decent sized complex. Uh, they what? Like wait, it's all well, like. Goes no, up like and you, down. You saw, you, well, yeah, for like the ones that are on the market, not for like people that are like living there. You know, like obviously once you sign the lease, that's like, but you know how like a lot of par- apartments do that, like their market prices change like every single day. Yeah. And no one, no one that I talk to will ever, well, no one that I talk to has ever admitted to knowing, um, how it works at all. So I'm, I'm always guessing, could it be something with demand? Like, you know, a bunch oh, of people... Oh, no, it, I mean, it definitely is. So, yeah, that's my best guess. It, yeah, I mean, people give vague answers, you know, supply and demand, competitors, all that stuff. But yeah, I wonder if there's, like, what the things that are going into that. Because, you know, there was an apartment we were looking at, and I looked online at the same place. We had gotten a quote. For it was like eighteen something a month, and I checked like several days later, and it was twenty three something. I was like, "What?" I was like, "I do not understand what could possibly have happened with the market I guess to change." I have to wonder. Maybe, maybe it has to do with like. Uh, maybe a bunch more people moved in and they only have a couple of apartments free now. So there's a lot more demand. So now they have to ha- charge a higher price to recoup that, right? See, that's what I thought maybe. But then like a day or two later, it went almost back down to where it was. So I was like, what happened? Maybe a bunch of people moved out that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? That's weird. If it happened in that short of a time span, that's weird. Yeah. So all this stuff is very mysterious. I would love to know the inner workings of the uh, apartment price algorithms, but probably never will. Yeah. No telling what those people at the front desk know. Yeah. Or the on-site managers either, apparently. So it goes... It's a well-kept company executive secret, sounds like. <laughs> All right, are we done discussing trade secrets? Are we, uh, we going to get in trouble here? Uh, Do you have any trade secrets for us, Daniel, from your life? I, I don't have it. I don't have any trade mm-hmm. secrets because I don't juggle with, with these sorts of Confidential information. Yeah. That's pretty lame. You should get a job where you do. <laughs> should start like collecting yeah. NDAs, you know? Well, John, you'll start doing that in, I don't know, what, five years? Six years? I'll probably have a lot of secrets, yeah. Yeah, you can have a lot of secrets. Oh yeah. Secrets of, uh, of what? People's personal lives, I guess. Yeah. So what what are you getting into in five years? That's gonna 
Oh, just like I'm getting into medicine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to know everything about what's inside your body, Tyler. Yeah, everything. Ooh. He's going to get deep inside your body. Uh, mm. Deep. Mm. Like up to the second or third knuckle. Damn, that's that's intense. That shit is so weird to me, though, the prostate exam. I can't imagine being an internal med like doctor and having to do that regularly to people. Uh, apparently, it's not even that reliable of a test for prostate cancer either. So it's oh, like really? you're just letting someone stick a finger up your ass for like a small percent benefit. Don't quote me on that, but I thought I saw a study where it was like, yeah, not too good. So <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I don't know, probably a scan or something, or test for other markers, like, I don't know, the bloodstream, whatever. There, there's probably a bunch of shit you could do. It's still, you know, it's always evolving, right, what we find out. Hmm, maybe, maybe by the time we're at the uh, prostate exam age, we'll uh, <laughs> have an entirely different thing going up our ass to check for cancer. Yeah, that would be a finger. Finger feels too personal. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Maybe people like that, you know? They want it to be a little personal. You establish a connection with your physician. Well, maybe, maybe. No. Okay. Do you think is that like a is that the kind of thing you like make small talk during or is that like a <laughs> is that like taboo, you know? <laughs> So is this the first time you've had this happen to you? <laughs> or no? <laughs> but it's yeah, like, no, that is complete dead silence when you do it. I've I've had to do it once for like you know a practice. They they hire like they call them like standardized patients. You know, people that are paid to you know <laughs> allow medical students to practice. And yeah, that's really fucking awkward. That's crazy. They hire, like, you can, like, sign up to get a prostate exam from a medical student, basically. Well, not to get a legitimate one, but it's just, like, to practice the pro- process, I yeah. guess. Because, you know, a medical is, student's not is it, able to. Is it like, you know, is it like an apprentice barber where you can, like, volunteer to get a haircut for free but through with the apprentice? You know what I mean? Situation I don't know like about that. that. With med school students, I mean, you're not going to catch shit that, you know, because we're talking like subtle differences here that you probably only catch after doing this hundreds of times, I bet. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, like, so a med student <laughs> doing their first time, like you're not going to find anything. You're just getting used to the process, right? That would be that would be terrible, though. You're like, hey, if you really need to save money on your prostate exam, we can have a medical student do it for a huge discount, but <laughs> they might not find cancer if you have it. Might or, just be fingering, just like, you know, just for no other point. Also, they is that... Take your fingering. Is, is that, like, into that, the same person yeah. for, like, all of the students, you know? You just, like, multiple times in one day have to have just a... Yeah, in our case, it is. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm sure it's not fun, but hey, it's a living. They apparently travel all over the country. Really? I mean, this is for, like, multiple things, right? Not just prostate exams that they 
uh, wait, what was or that? is it, or is it, is it for like, it's for multiple things, right? That they hire these like standard patients for. Yeah. Like gynecological stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Other shit though, like the school has its own people, like the, the stuff where you're just simulating a patient encounter, like where, you know, they come in and say, my stomach hurts. Like, you know, you do an abdominal exam, that kind of thing. <clears throat> and you try to figure out what the most likely causes of it are based on, you know, all your findings and crap. Like, that isn't such a sensitive thing. Like, you know, like you don't have to import yeah. <laughs> extra people. Do you think yeah. would it would be, do you think it would be unethical for someone that like had an actual like, uh, medical problem or something that was like diagnosed to then be like for them to be like okay so this guy does have a medical problem so see if you guys can figure it out is that um well it's kind of hard to find people who are gonna you know have the time to because like you know most people are gonna have a job right and this these exams these things yeah like in the middle of the day so it's like you know usually they just send uh Simulate it. Like, you know, they're paid actors. They just act like they have a problem. That's probably the best you can do in most cases. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, any more thoughts about medical exam, amateur medical exams? Amateur. That's well, you know. Nah. Nah, nah. I, I have no more medical thoughts. <laughs> Same Tyler, anything, anything, I mean, that was like John's wheelhouse. So, um, what, anything you wanted to cover specifically? Anything that people need to know? Um. In your realm? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't know that there's anything in in my realm that's uh, really big to be discussed. I think, you know, that the medical amateur medical exams was really riveting to learn about. Um, <laughs> so did you No, it's it's actually kind of interesting to know that they hire people to like have basically people do like practice exams and basically the other one's actors to like act like something's wrong with them and and then yeah well come on man you gotta give us at least one topic me or daniel i feel like daniel's gotta be the oh he's got the onus is on him the topic grant oh god Give us a topic, Daniel. You have a list he of them, the, right? He like is a the big Google You have a Google lock of topics. Oh, uh, we can we can on. go to the we can go to the game. I gotta find it in here somewhere. Why do I have all these random things? There we go. What is this? Oh, I don't need this. I gotta clear. I gotta clear out my uh, my Google Drive here. I got a bunch of junk in here. I should. Be deleting. All right, let's see. I don't know what you guys have heard, so we'll just go all the way to the bottom since it's the freshest. Um, 
How often do you update this, by the way? Uh, I never remember. There's 268 questions. Um, I haven't updated it in a while, so I don't... Like, I don't, Does it have revision history? Probably. See version history. So this was last updated in May. Actually, that's pretty recent. Okay. Just whatever thought occurs to you, just open it up, put yeah. something in there. Oh, yeah. Basically. Okay. It's all original. So, uh, anyway, here's the last question was Are scones dehydrated muffins? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with yeah. If we're ignoring the shape, right? To be honest, I don't, I don't know what the hell a scone is. Like, I mean, it really is just like a muffin that's dry as fuck. Like, it's, they're awful. <laughs> Cause, you know, in my mind, it is, it's pretty much that. It feels denser than a muffin, like a dehydrated and slightly condensed muffin based on, but I don't know what the hell is in it. Like, I've had scones before, and I just, I don't know what I'm eating. It's like, I feel oh, like... Oh, I thought you were saying you had... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, isn't it kind of like muffins where they can put a bunch of different ingredients and stuff in it? Like, I don't know, didn't they have, like, a blueberry one at Panera up at Georgia Tech? I had that one a couple times. It wasn't too dry, but the other one, whatever it was, was horrid. Oh, it's a British baked good? That explains everything. <laughs> They made of wheat or oatmeal with baking powder. Okay, so I don't oh. think that's that's quite a dehydrated muffin. I I'd, I'd say I'm gonna say no, even though I'm still just not totally. Maybe not by composition, but by my experience, the way it's experienced, it seems like that. Daniel, wake up. What's the next question? Well, I (laughs) wasn't sure if you're ready. Is skiing just a winter roller coaster? No. Mm. No, definitely not. Two no's. That's what you guys are rolling with. Speaking of skiing, though, I I did see. Have you guys been skiing before? Nah. I participated in the event of skiing. You have? Or Yes, I have. John has not. Okay. Sounds like. Is it is it true that the, the ski scene is pretty much just like like a rich people dominated thing? Is it like that expensive to ski? I would say I would say there's a pretty big barrier to entry in terms of the financial side. Um, you think more similar to or the uh, getting into a resort or whatever? Um, no, the resort's not too expensive. Well, I mean, okay, well, I shouldn't say that. It's it's all relative, right? But you yeah. you can get you can book like a day, like you can book the full day at a ski resort, I guess. Um, just like the skiing, obviously not like the lodging and stuff. That's that would be basically pretty much what you'd expect. But just the skiing aspect, um, you know, under two hundred dollars. Like I would say, like a lower worse. end one. Like you can get a cheap, you can probably get a cheaper one. Would be like 
fifty dollars, and then the higher end is two hundred. But you're probably talking, you know, it, it depends on where you're going, obviously, and that sort of thing. Gotcha. How big of a place it is. But, like, I wouldn't say that's too big. Um, but then, like, you're adding gear. just as much, like, for the gear. Yeah, you got to get all the gear. So you're renting gear. Even the clothing, you know, a lot of people don't have, like, the right pants and jacket and hat. Oh, so it's more like bowling. I thought it was, I thought it was something where people tend to just buy their own gear outright, but. Um, no, well, you, you don't. Oh, you can buy your own gear, that and that would also be a, another expense. If you rent, it's not too bad. It's another couple hundred dollars, I would say. They, they don't, they don't. You can't rent like a jacket. So you gotta bring. You're only renting like the skis themselves. And I guess people don't tend to go skiing that often anyway, right? So yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. it you depends. Know? Yeah, if you, yeah. So unless you're some pro or something, that's not the craziest thing. I was just thinking about how like I never. I've never known anyone really most mostly that's like gone skiing. And I thought that was just like being from the Southeast. I was like, there's nowhere you can ski here. So you have to like go a far distance to get somewhere where you can actually like ski. But I realized even knowing people from other sites, I was like, there's still not a lot of people that have been skiing. So I'm like, what's, what's up with this mysterious uh, sport where you strap planks on your legs and go down the mountain? (laughs) I mean, I, I I live in upstate New York now, so like my coworkers will go because it's only like a, you can it's a few hour drive just to go to a place like this. You could do it in a day, right? You could drive up yeah. in the morning and then leave at night. So they'll they'll do that, or you could even stay overnight and make it like a kind of two day thing. Not too bad. Um, so so it's you know there's a geographic aspect as well. I would say that definitely plays a role. It's very well, different have, in upstate New York. Don't they synthetic snow? Yeah, yeah. You can ski on synthetic are, snow. Uh, yeah, I thought they had like yeah. for you know down here where it won't snow naturally. Don't they have certain like ways to get around that? I hear it's not as good, but have you yeah, tried that? I'm sure. I'm sure it. Uh, yeah, I've heard it is definitely not as good. Um, I don't think I've done. Oh God. Um, what about uh, snowboarding, too? I meant to ask you that. I know that's a common argument, right? Like, which one's more fun, skiing or snowboarding? They're really, I mean, they're really basically the same thing. Um, <laughs> don't, oh, really? Don't tell anyone that's super into it. Well, do you want to do it on one board or two boards? I mean, obviously, it's a different skill set. Right? But Yeah, but I hear, what is it, snowboarding's a lot less comfortable and a lot, uh, but then the skiing, like, aren't the... But uh, restraints a lot more uncomfortable or something. I don't know. I saw a video about this a while back. I, I heard it's. I, I would say it's personal preference. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's a huge difference. Okay. If you like surfing, like on the water, then obviously you're you should start with snowboarding. I would yeah, say. Oh, you've done neither. I think you could. Yeah. Yeah, or if you've skateboarded, yeah. I mean, it's it's really. Do you want to? Face one way, you know, it's like, how do you want to face and do you want two sticks or one? Like, that's really all. It's not, yeah. obviously, the, the concept is the same. You're doing the same, uh, you know, sort of skill set. Makes sense. Uh, I got to check on a plumbing thing, which just might have happened. So I'll be back in like 30 seconds. So you guys can continue to discuss. Whatever.
right. So, do we think Daniel's house is uh, flooded? Bruce probably caving in, yeah. I heard that bang a minute ago. He was like, oh, that happened. Or he said something, right? Yeah. Hope nothing too bad. Hope that wasn't one of the major pipes. Yeah. No, no, everything's fine. I think, I think it was, I think it was just a neighbor that had something. And then, Ah. I think it wasn't that. I live on the, I've discussed this on the show, but for our first time listeners, I live in the basement of a three story, I guess six apartment building. So I'm downstream of a lot of flow. Everything, yeah. Ah, yeah. So I, I, I hear a lot of stuff or I, uh, I deal with the consequences of a lot of stuff. Makes sense. It gets a little sketchy sometimes. For most of the time it's fine, but like, every once in a while I'm like, oh shoot, did that. Someone spills something on the first floor and it starts to come through the floorboards. Well, it's more <laughs> like, did someone's sink upstairs get clogged and now it's clogged oh. in the sink, you know? That's yeah. It's not like a spilling thing. I don't. Well, I mean, I've never dealt with that. Nate. Don't put that idea in someone's head here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are we done on skiing? Any other questions about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think I think the skiing uh... that's been played out at this point. Yeah. What's the next question? I thought there was. Go- I thought there was yeah. going to be a good pun though. You know, it's like. Skiing ship has sailed, but like something with skiing terms rather than like, like uh, yeah. nautical terms. The skis are out of our skis on this. Yeah, right. It is uh, Is a calzone an Italian quesadilla? Uh, I'll, I'll lean towards yes on this one, maybe. Um. No, no, it's like, it's, it's this whole, like, it's like sealed, kind of. Ooh, that's something I've never heard of. It's a sealing factor? Well, I mean, like, it's sealed, but, or, or that is what you're saying. That I said. Like, if you call it a dinner-oriented Italian pastry. Yeah, just like the sides are sealed, you know, versus a quesadilla, you have like a clear like top and bottom. But well, I only say because I've never heard someone argue that way about the about that about how it's sealed versus not sealed. No one's ever mentioned that before. So he's pretty persuasive. I'm I'm leaning towards no now. Oh, perfect. Get everyone on the. uh, Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go no on calzone Italian quesadilla. Uh, brookie or crownie? I don't know what either of those mean. Brookie. Do you want me to repeat? Do you want me to repeat it? Sure. I can repeat it. Brookie or crownie? Uh. Any. Does that change any opinions or bring up any thoughts? 
Alex, you understand the question. I'm still not, I'm still not sure I do. <laughs> Tyler, do you understand the question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can someone explain, explain it? Yeah, explain it. John understands, but he just needs you to explain it for everyone else here. But John, for the listeners, just for, the list, for everyone yeah, at home, for the listeners, for everyone at home, the, the debate's just the name, right? It, there's no real difference. Well, that's up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm assuming that they're referring to the same thing, which is like a cookie and a brownie mixed. Oh, so I've I've literally okay, never I've literally never heard crownie until like. A minute ago, when you said the word crowny. So, well, I've never heard of either, but I'll just go with whatever Tyler goes with on this one. Wow, have it, have it your own opinion, John. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, John is now a devoted follower of me. He will agree with all of my yeah. opinions. He's cast his persuasive spells on me. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree anymore. All right, rookie. Uh, cars or Mars? Uh, I guess Mars. I don't know. Uh, what he said. <laughs> Jesus. You know, like, are it's you saying a- would you rather be able to go to Mars or or have cars? Then I'm. Yeah, I'm that was. Mars. I was thinking. Is that what you meant, Daniel? No, there's no meaning to this one. It's just, it's just. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, does red mean stop? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Universally, red means stop. Oh, you well, know, yeah, I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't know if I can say that. But. In China, doesn't it mean, like, good fortune or something? Isn't that why a lot of their doors are red? Um, could have sworn I read that somewhere. Where'd you read it? Dude, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Fakenews.com. No, I'm looking this up now. No, you're not going to gaslight me into thinking that I'm wrong. No, 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 no. No, you're right. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like all the, like the little red envelopes. You get. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are red. Um, okay. Uh, next question. Have you ever used your credit card on something for less than a dollar? Hmm. I I feel like I might have. Yeah, I think I might have. Yeah, because those little uh, packs of those tiny packs of uh, trail mix that are like 75 cents from a vending machine. That might be I might have done that a couple times. Oh yeah, I think I'm, I've I've spent seventy five cents at a vending machine with a credit card. Yeah, that's the only time I could think of. Though. Did vending machines like just take a jump in popularity when they added the credit card feature? <coughs> Probably. I mean, like who? Yeah. There's a large period of time where most vending machines just didn't get any traffic. Probably because most people aren't carrying cash, but then. They didn't have the card feature rolled out. Yeah. Also, uh, can we talk about the vending machine side hustle? Oh, God. What's that? 
the, I feel like I, I haven't seen it that frequently, but I've seen like, you know, occasionally you see one of those like side hustle influencers who's like influencing account is probably a side hustle of its own trying to like get people to pay for some seminar where they can teach them whatever shit they're saying. Um, but like they do this thing where they like, they're like, this is the cost of a vending machine. And then they go and like, they basically just buy a vending machine and find a place to like set it up. And then like, there are people that have like multiple vending machines in multiple locations. Anyways, I, I, you know, you see this shit on Instagram or something. You see this shit on some sort of social media, right? Where someone's talking about their weird side hustle. And I've seen I've seen quite a few vending machine things. I was like, there's no way like like everywhere has a vending machine. Like there's no way people are actually like going out and buying a vending machine and then driving it around asking places to like. But I guess people do it. It seems like a a young person thing to do, I guess, because like I was in I was in Sam's Club and I saw this like young couple going through and buying their like vending machine restocks. I was like, Oh my God, people actually do it. Wait, vending machine restocks. So what are they? Cause I assume that's how you have to do it to make a profit, right? You buy stuff in bulk, but yeah. How, how, do you, how did you know that they were vending machine restocks? So like they had a bundle at Sam's club or something. No, I bought cause they were like getting, basically I just passed by them and I heard them talking about putting the stuff in the, Vending machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't just see a couple buying large amounts of drinks and be like, you know what? I know they're putting that shit in a vending machine. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way these people are going to a party or something. Too much variety. Yeah. No, but they just kind of. I just passed by them and I heard them say that. I was like, wow, that's actually. Because they were like our age, like maybe a year or two younger. And I was like, people really do just the vending machine side hustle. I don't know. Well, I have to wonder, too, if they might just own a business, like, a, I don't know, a golf course or something. And they're like, okay, well, we have one on property. Let's make sure it's always. Yeah. Well, because yeah, I, I when, whenever I saw one of those things initially, I thought, like, my first thought was, like, what, like, what if someone like sees this thing and then they're like, this is a great idea. They drop all their savings on a vending machine and they go and they can't find a place to put it. <laughs> yeah. Where that's they find what a place say, you would have to own the property, right? Yeah. Or, or like you get, anywhere. you get the owner to agree to it in some form, right? Or you set it up somewhere well, and then it just like gets zero use. And then you paid like a few thousand dollars to like, Plus the like stocking of it to get nothing. Yeah, and then you have to pay the owner if you you have to pay the owner your cut. Their cut of like what one dollar out of the two dollars that you made on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's silly to me. Um, I think we can end it there. We can end the show there. Uh, we can't get Betty better than this. Uh, the new machine side hustle conversation, I don't think. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, if you guys want to invest in uh, vending machines with 
I didn't know this was a thing. I I, I just had to look into this more. Oh, the vending machine slot thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm not very online, so that's probably all. But, um, you know, I guess I, I didn't realize this was the thing that people were doing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that shit's like three thousand plus dollars to get a vending machine. Ooh. That's like kind of a kind of a high setup cost. I feel. The Asians to recoup that cost, unless maybe it's like one of those ones in uh, Japan, you know, where they have like damn near anything. They'll have like twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollar worth items probably. And it, you know, just like the most random shit. Oh yeah, there are some cool, cool vending machines though. Like yeah, weird stuff in them. I don't know that I would ever get anything from them, but yeah, me neither. Uh, all right, thank, thanks guys for coming on. Was there anything else you wanted to cover outside of vending machines? Uh, before we head out, anything you need to mention? I think I'm good. Uh, uh, I'm we can go around. There's a conflict of interest here, real quick. No. Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh.